Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Sippin' the Dry. Today I have our Ryan, sorry, I stumbled there on your name, buddy. Ryan, our resident hophead. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Welcome back. We love having you on. And uh, Thanks, Sean. This might be a little different compared to what people normally see. Why is that, Ryan? We've got something special today. What do we have? I brought a beer with us. You got beer. Sipping the drink. God. Finally, we've been trying so hard to get this to go right. And the nice folks, both Katie, the taproom manager, and Tara, the marketing director, we reached out to them. They got us some beer. Yep. I love it. And this What's is the name of the brewery? Warped Wing. Warped Wing is right here in Dayton. It is absolutely right here, Dayton, Springboro, and Mason. Mm-hmm. I believe they have three locations. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm thirsty. Would you pour while I tell you some things? I'd love to. I have some facts, some fun fast <clears throat> facts about warped. Wait, God, I love that sound. And I just <laughs> smell instantly. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. Uh, opening in 2014 in downtown Dayton at the former site of the Buckeye Brass and Iron Foundry, which is pretty sweet. And I had to look it up because I'm not going to lie. I had to look up what, what a foundry was. Uh, a foundry is a factory that makes casts by heating metal to really high temps and pouring them into molds. So they made brass and iron mold things, stuff, bells probably. When was this? Uh, this was back in... Uh, I didn't get that. I'm sorry. Oh. 1920s, if I'm not mistaken. There's not a lot from it. It changed hands a lot. That building specifically changed hands. You can see, like, inside kind of, like, how they had everything set up done. for machining and Absolutely, everything. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's they, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I do know the name. If you look at their logo, uh, the name is a warped wing, and that is from James Pettigrew's warped wing theory that the Wright brothers used when they were inventing the airplane. Uh, not to get technical, but it's the locomotion that the bird uses when it flies forward. Um, it's forward progression, and that's the brand itself, as well as the spirit of Dayton captured in this. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Thank you, Warped Wing. So if you guys didn't know, Gamma Bomb is a uh, IPA. An India Pale Ale. A very hoppy IPA. It's very hoppy. So if you like that kind of hop, um, you know, taste on the, the tip or size it's, of your tongue. It's almost like a tingle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this is very citrusy. Um, Good word, citrusy. It's piney, and then it's also like a dry resin kind of uh, finish. You didn't pour you more than you poured me, did you? I, I try to keep it even. I know how you are, right? not cheating you. <laughs> Sir, I'm glad to have you back today. When I, I want to talk to you about A, you've been here. You trained me. Mm-hmm. You've been here for a while. I've been here five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe today. I think it's been about exactly five years. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Cheers again. Yeah, absolutely. All right, where did um, where did the nickname? I don't know if the people at home know this, so I'm going to let them know. You have a nickname in the shop that I heard probably my first day. It was very off-putting. Um, Meats yeah. is your nickname. Yeah. Uh, Meats, Meats, Sweats, mm-hmm. Sweats. <laughs> uh, and that's specifically like Parker, so I know that's old, you know, legacy nicknames. Yeah. But where so does that come from? We had ordered up uh, some Five Guys for lunch one time. God, I love Five Guys. And uh, I had... I don't think I had five guys prior to this. 
and being from Indiana, I don't know. Do they not have that? No, they they have them, but I just don't think I ever tried it. Sure. Fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, they typically serve their hamburgers, single hamburger, double stacked. So two it's patties. A standard there. They I didn't know that. So I asked for <laughs> an additional patty. Uh, Three wow. patties. That is it aggressive. Was, it was a big, that's like a three-quarter pound hamburger or a full pound at that point. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume that gave you the meat sweats. The meat sweats from you all that. You eat too much and uh, and the sweat just starts pouring off your forehead. That's, yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, also it's been a while since I had that. I think it was a Burger King triple whopper did it to me. So I get it. Yeah. I understand. Have you ever seen the episode of Friends uh, with Joey and he's eating like the turkey and he's like, I got the meat sweats? No, I can't say that I have, but yeah. I know a lot of my friends watched it. So, Word. Maybe somebody out there understands and now they know. Somebody will get the reference. They know I'm and sure. love you a little more. <laughs> All right, so tell me, how'd you get into fishing? Did you just walk out and grab a fly rod yeah, three was, years ago like I did? Or? Yeah, I was born with a fly rod in my hand. You actually. were born? Three years ago you were born? I was just born three years ago. Born at night, just not last night. Got it. No, um, actually, I was fortunate enough uh, to be introduced to fishing when I was about four or five years old. Um, my dad got me out. Um, my grandparents had a uh, cottage on a on a small lake. It was about seventy five acres. Holy crap! And uh, it was about two to three blocks away. So we'd walk down to the beach, go swimming, do some fishing, um, just bobber fishing, night crawlers, and wax worms. I love it bluegill bass i think the lake had pike we didn't really ever catch any pike back then but i probably would have been too scared to handle one oh my god I, I think i'm too scared now you know i still haven't went pike fishing because you know we talked about it before they have teeth they do have some big teeth i'm not i'm not about that um, <laughs> so you started off just bobber fishing with your dad and yep and then we got into um dad would take us out on some charters we do uh, on Lake Michigan, uh, lake trout. Um, we had access to coho and Chinook salmon, oh, as well as uh, steelhead trout. I, <clears throat> out on Lake Michigan, my, my father took me recently. This is like four or five years ago. He took me out there. Uh, and we did okay. We got some lake trout, but I found out, man, I get aggressively seasick. And, I mean, it was like five, six footers. Yeah. Know, it, was, it was a rough day. You know, we may, maybe we shouldn't have been out, but... I mean, I lasted about four hours into our six-hour trip, man. And I've been there, man. I can't get over it. Do you know rough. any way to get over it? I've tried the the uh, ginger under the tongue, belly button over your, your Band-Aid over the belly button, wrist bracelets, Dramamine. I've tried it ever. Voodoo, I don't even know. You know? We were just given those Dramamine pills, and, hey, if you're feeling sick, here's a bucket. That's literally I chum the water for my dad when we go fishing. Yeah, it's bad, but. Um, Moving on. Yeah, but we, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll move on. We we ended up getting into the uh, chasing them in the creeks. Up um, into the creeks, sure. Yeah, and we had some trips that came off Lake Michigan. Um, so in the fall, we would go out um, and you know, got off the lake, got into the trips, um, and that's how I still I, throwing spinners at that point or inline spinners, casting spoons. I wasn't really into fly fishing back then. Sure. Um, I did buy a fly rod later on and, and I tried it in the creek. It didn't really work out so well. How many trees did you get hung up on? Do you even have any flies? No, I don't even think I could have really cast it at that time. I was kind of on my own. Yeah. And rebellious Ryan, I'm sure, asked for help from all the locals, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Not a chance. <laughs> 
I did learn later on, though, to be able to cast. Um, yeah. I worked yeah. at a Bass Pro in the fishing department. Yeah. Um, and I had uh, two guys there in the, at our store that uh, really kind of helped me along the way. Introduced you. That's cool. Yep. Shout out to Morris and Eric uh, for teaching me how to cast. Cool. And They're looking at you now. <laughs> They're laughing. They're like, yeah, that guy. We taught him how to cast. Sure. Mm-hmm. They love it. <laughs> You're a really good caster. I'll give you that. I Thank mean, you. I... I'm okay. I don't. I don't think I'm great by any means. But you've taught me a lot. You've come along. You a were the one that taught me how to cast. You're the one that taught me. Basically, I took your job, so, and moved you on up. I pushed you out of the way. Get out of my I, way, Ryan. I think I've taught a lot of these guys how to cast. You really have. Yeah, you're a good teacher. I'll give you that. You do teach a lot when people come into the uh, in Thank the you. shop here. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so why did you change? Just why? Why would you leave spin gear and the safety of everything that you knew to take on this? moderately expensive, very technical, and advanced form of fishing. I kind of got a little bit bored um, <laughs> with casting, you know, lures that were, like, already made by somebody else. I was like, uh, I saw the guys in the fly fishing department, they were tying their own flies, and I was like, this is really so cool. cool. Yeah. Like, I That's kind of what drew me in. Um, and, uh, and I was like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to do it. Yeah. I love it. Um, when you started, like what kind of knowledge mindset and gear were you missing that you wish somebody would have been like, dude, you need this. Mm -hmm. Like stop trying to be a hero, wear this sun protection. You know what I mean? Like what did, what did you miss? So I had, uh, my first outfit was a, a Martin. It was a five, six weight that I bought from Walmart. It had a scientific anglers. Uh, 3M level line, so it wasn't there was no weight forward. It was just one single taper. Just a, that's yarn. It was terrible. <laughs> like I could barely Brain. cast it. Yeah, I, I didn't have the skills to cast at the time, being a beginner. Uh, but it was also working against me. It was very frustrating, I'm sure. Yeah. Later on, someone told me when I cast it, they're like, "You need to put a new line on this rod." You were like, why? I this didn't know I've been this fishing. One's this one's brand new. Years. I've literally barely caught fish with this. It's fine. Yeah. It turns out the whole problem was you needed the more technical gear geared toward was, what you had. Exactly. That was having the right gear set up for for the fishing experience. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure certainly better lines existed at the time when I started. It was just that I just didn't know any different. I thought, hey, this is an outfit that's paired up. Here. I, who is going to throw a bunch of money at something they've never even tried before? I mean, that's that's crazy. I think unless like you, this outfit was like thirty bucks back in the pers- day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was a it was an absolute beginner's combo, um, and it. I don't want to say even got the job done. We'll <laughs> say it got you hooked. It got. There you go. So maybe it did its job. Yeah. yeah. It, it you know, it wasn't to catch fish. It, it was to catch to you. Continue on. Exactly. Right. I love it. Way to go. <laughs> uh, all right. So was there anything that you were told to buy? Like, dude, you have to have this. And then you just never touched it. It sat in the garage. You sold it on Facebook. Is there anything like that? You have to have this. Um, I mean, there's things in fly fishing that you don't have to have, but you should have, like leaders and, and tip and all that stuff. Sure. You can. You got to have something to connect to your fly line. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I guess there's some gimmicky things out there. Um, I can't think of anything that I, I bought it and then it just sat around. 
True. Just stay away from the gimmicky things, really, because it just weighs your pack down. Yeah, you're kind of just wasting your time and your money with that. I, I have fallen prey to many a bottle opener because they're cool looking. Yeah. And they get, you know, they're now they're taking a zinger. So that's one less zinger I have for my nippers so I could drop, you know. You don't need everything. Less is more, really, when you're fishing on the river. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, for someone that actually carries a lot of gear, I'll admit. You're uh, very true, Ryan. <laughs> I, look- I, I like to, to be prepared and, and have a lot, but... There is uh, truth to having having less and being more organized, uh, you know, well planned and thought out, organized. Yeah, which is not me. I'm kind of just my my pack says I'm ready for any fishing at all time. It just grab the right rod, hopefully, <laughs> because I don't target anything specifically. I'm usually just around here or yeah. trout. Well, that's nice if you just have a box where you can just open up yep. and this is just your general flies. Um, I think having a, like a, you don't have to have necessarily a pack that's dedicated. Say you're like, I'm going to no. go chase steelhead. But you can have some boxes, maybe have your leaders um, and sink tips prepared for that outing. We absolutely make uh, the holders for those that you can set those up and tie them on there. Yeah, there's a couple manufacturers that make those. Um, that Like a leader wallet you can do for your sink tips, yes. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't, you know, necessarily know what all of that stuff meant when I was starting off. Same. Absolutely. I was just throwing leaders in the front pocket of my uh, thing, and then you go to pull them out because you broke your leader down to 1X. You know, it's about that long, and now you got to grab the other one, and it's, you know, right. rat's nest, and you're like, right. oh. You're flipping through your bag, and you're going through, and you're like, I've got my zero. Yep. Oh, shoot, now there's 4X, 2X, and 7X. Which one do I grab? I'm sitting over here trying to un- undo my fisherman's knot, you know? Yeah. My rat's nest of leader. So, yeah, being organi- organized. Wow, that was a crazy word. How much is in this? No, uh, being yeah, organized is definitely one of the best things that you could do. Absolutely. Um, you work customer service. You have set the standard for customer service here at the shop, really, honestly. What is a handful, like what is the main question or a couple questions that people call you, because you answer the phone, that thing rings off the hook all day. What's what's the main couple questions that you get asked every day that maybe people are too afraid to ask face-to-face somebody they don't know? Right, so a lot of times I'll get somebody that's kind of starting off and they call up and they want to get an outfit and there's like, should we go with uh, an eight and a half foot? Should I get a nine? Um, you know, what weight rod do I get? Um, you know, and what pound test do I use? And that's kind of like, especially yep. people coming from like spinning fishing and stuff like that. What pound test? And I think we do need to have to step back and understand that rods are weighted out um, yep. to throw a certain grain weight yep. as far as the fly line goes. And there are certain grain weights appropriate for what flies you're throwing. Um, Absolutely. If you want to cast a dry fly um, and maybe do some nymph fishing for like, you know, we're going to go trout. We're looking at like two, three, four weights, five weights, something like that. Probably not going to use that eight weight. Definitely not going to use the eight weight. Um, <laughs> it's not going to work out for <laughs> Just it. craning trout out. <laughs> you know, that's, I feel like that's what you would do. And somebody's going to laugh at you. Nobody wants to get laughed at on the river. Right. And, you know, in the same, as salt water goes, you know, like, hey, I want to fish for bass, but I also want to do salt water. 
well, let's not start you off with a five weight. Maybe no. we want to do a seven or an eight weight. Yeah, you the know, lowest like, I would go is a six. For yeah, sure. absolutely, absolutely. You know, like around here for our smallmouth fish and a seven weight. You know, and that will work for some light saltwater duty. Yeah, um, seven or an eight be a great option. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you're great. Anything else that you would like to? shed some light on for our new beginners um yeah other things that customers ask so we get the rod the reel the line down and they're like hey i need i need a pack right like i need some storage okay yeah there's great options as far as like packs go we have a ton on the wall you can do <laughs> we can do backpacks slings hips hip packs uh vests yeah and they'll Big say fan of the vest now you Sorry. like the vest. I am now. Yeah. I'm coming into it, man. I have a uh, Orvis sling pack that I've always worn. But I'm a very, like, spot fisherman. Like, I'm going to hit this spot for a minute. If nothing produces, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm moving. And Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll wear a vest if I'm going to only fish for a couple hours. And True. and it's just light, kind of. Like, I'm going to take work. a fly box and tip it, and it's very minimalist. Yep. And, I mean, that's what it is around here. We, I mean, we don't have a vast, like, assortment of fish. It's all pretty much the same, so... You get a nice little setup for each river, and you keep three medium boxes with you, you're good to go. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Um, sometimes I take a backpack, though, if I'm going to be out for, like, eight hours, mm-hmm. fishing a whole entire day. Um, I have seen that backpack. It is, uh, what is what is that? The Thunderhead Submersible. Thunderhead Submersible. And you had that thing full. And you have rods on the side. You look like an absolute professional guy when you walk out there. And I look at you, and I'm looking at my pack like, uh, what am I? Am I doing something wrong? Because I don't have nearly that much. It comes down to just not being able to choose which streamers that's, I want to, to throw. And, you know, like if for bass, you know, I've got streamers, I've got poppers, I've got craws. And, uh, you know, and, and it's my, my streamer selection for bass and trout, kind of the same. So it just okay. having it all in one box makes sense. Makes it easier. Um, but besides that, I have, uh, sometimes I'll have a Renko with me. Um, if I know the weather's going to be kind of crummy, then I'm prepared You're for prepared it. You're prepared for it, true. Um, I, I do have, have I'm under a tree. I'm wet, so, so you win. Well, you I'm, win a, there. I'm a Boy Scout, so being prepared oh. is kind of like the, you know, the okay. motto. Yeah. Fair. Um, having a lunch with me, something to eat, uh, having some water. You have to. Staying hydrated, especially this summer. It has been remarkably hot. Extremely hot. And yeah. humid this year. Which is good for the fishing, but, you know, helps the bugs hatch. Yep. All right, sir. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. I love having you on. Um, I love being here, Sean. Thank you. Good, good. Um, in closing, be on the lookout. If uh, I don't know, have you heard about the encounter? Um, oh, yeah. The encounter giveaway we're going to do. I know do. about the encounter. Are we the first ones to say anything? Uh, I think I may have dropped a hint. Um, what is going on over there? Sorry, folks. Some, some alarms. Yeah, not sure. Shop. It's not my phone. My phone is not in my pocket. I Anyways. mine on something. Uh, yeah, so I may have dropped a hint already. Uh, okay. We've got some oh, packages. Right. Yeah. I don't know if they've yeah, seen We that. have an encounter package, yeah, so maybe you want to check that one out. Um, Starting August 15th. Okay. On Instagram, you should see stuff. So follow us on Instagram. Figure out how to get yourself an encounter package. We're going to give this away. We're going to give it away. And it's just, there's nothing you got to do. You like free stuff? I like free stuff. You like I free love stuff. free Leaf. stuff. Love free, free stuff. Free fishing gear. It's free 
Fishing gear. Free. Just sign up. Follow the directions. Not hard. Head on over to Instagram. Figure it out. Um, merch coming soon. We have it nailed down. We have shirts. All kinds of stuff. I know I've been talking about it for weeks. I'm super excited. It is it looks pretty good. coming. It just takes time to print it. There's a huge backup, all that. Um, but make sure you are subscribed to us on Spotify, Instagram. YouTube. YouTube. Where probably watching this. All of them, you know. Um, so that you know, because, you know, I'm so excited. As soon as it comes in, we are going to post a video about it and showing you how absolutely awesome. Because I love our logo. I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. Our logo is great. It looks pretty cool. It is really cool. I like the artwork on the Sip and a Try. Shout out to Creative Fuse Creative for Fuse. With they that. absolutely came in clutch with that. I am just absolutely in love. They're gonna, we're going to pint glasses with it on it. Oh, I it can't say so enough. Cool. I'm so excited. All right. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Also. What am I missing? I'm so sorry. What I'm untapped. We have a sip and a dry. I missed it. I'm so sorry, people. Uh, we have an untapped profile yes. for sip and the dry, where every beer that we try on the podcast, we will rate on our app. And so you can go and see how we felt. Um, obviously, check I'm, it out. See what we rate this. I'm giving this one the best because this is my favorite to start off with. And I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> and I appreciate you for it. All the same. All right. So cheers, Sean. tell your mom's friends, finish it off. We'll see you next time. Mm. Mm. God, I love it. It's so good. good.